Welcome to the Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, David Prosper. As a life coach, certified leadership and communication trainer, one thing that keeps people back from living a more fulfilled life is a lack of clarity. I've helped thousands of people break past their perceived limitation and start living a more fulfilled and aligned life. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find more clarity so that you can create more impact. Have you ever felt stuck in deciding whether to stay or to walk away, whether it's a relationship, a workplace, or a community? In today's episode, we're going to discuss when to stay and when to walk away. And by the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding of whether to stay in a space, a relationship, a workplace, or a community, or just to walk away. So let's jump right into it. When to walk away. When to walk away is when the ecosystem or the person or the community have the default setting of victim mentality. So victim mentality are essentially people who've um, who've suffered trauma or hard times but haven't developed healthy coping mechanism, healthy ways to deal with it. And as a result, they have a negative worldview of themselves, of others, and just overall that they don't feel that anything is in their control and life is happening to them. So for example, of people who have a victim mentality, um, they often feel pressure when they receive uh, attention or pity of their misfortune, and they get a thrill with showing off their injury or their trauma. And these are usually the conversation was just like, hey, something negative happened in my life. Oh, but this is worse. And what happens, it becomes the, the Olympics of the trauma. Who has been more traumatized in their lives? And those are typically the, the ecosystems and the mindsets of victim mentality people. And the root of this is that they continue to feel that bad things continue to happen to them and no matter what, their circumstances and their current events are never gonna change. It's a, it's a mindset that bad things keep on happening, so bad things will continue to happen. And it's extremely toxic, so toxic that you should leave when you're experiencing um, victim mentality, folks. And the reason why is because it takes an emotional toll on us. Um, the people on the receiving and listening to it and them it's frustrating and the people who are around it feel just angry and it feels like you know like the world is against them versus um, happening for them and it, it usually leaves a hopelessness that things are gonna get better so you might be wondering like what does this look like what does a victim mentality look like sound like feel like let's jump into it so this looks like slouch shoulders right just slouch soldiers, soldiers, shoulders. I can't even talk right now. Um, and lack of enthusiasm, uh, low energy, and just lack of passion. That's what it looks like. It's just like, meh, meh, meh. And sometimes it's us, right? And, and the podcast is for us to find more clarity. And if it's something that we're exuding, expressing, and behaving, this is an area of growth for us to look inside and say, am I this, right? Versus it's easy to be like, I know someone like this. It's easy to point the finger. But oftentimes, I learned in grade school, when we point a finger at someone else, three fingers are pointing back at us. And what does it sound like? It sounds like, but. This 
this is the butt people. These are the butt people. And when I mean butt people, it's the people who find a butt, a problem in every solution. So you can be sharing, hey, um, I know that I can get better grades on this test if I study, but I have a lot on my plate. These are the I don't know people. These are the maybe, yeah, hope. So when we're hearing that often in conversation, like here's a solution and then they find a but and then they put a problem to every solution, they're typically a victim mentality person in a relationship, whether in the ecosystem, whether in a community. And that is huge indicators to whether or not you should move forward. In my opinion, I should, you just, just walk away, just leave. Um, and then what does it feel like to be around these people? It's emotionally draining. It is exhausting. It is frustrating because you feel like you're just turning and going in circles, going in circles. And that is exhausting. So that's one way to look out for or discern whether to walk away or stay. Those are some milestones just to look for. Another milestone to look for it to walk away is fixed mindset. This is when people believe that their intelligence, their talent, their qualities are innate and unchangeable. They feel that if you're not good at something, you won't be good at something. It reminds me of the movie um, Zootopia when the parents were telling uh, the little rabbit when she had this ambition to go and change the world. She was like, the, the, the dad said to the rabbit, um, his, his daughter, he said, hey, you know why I mean your mom? Um, work things out and things are great over here because we had dreams and we didn't pursue it right it was a fixed mindset this is how the way it's been this is how the way it will always be and for example it's it's equivalent to like you know kayla loves music and her parents are just like hey you should study this instrument and then kayla responds back and say i avoid trying to learn new skills because i don't want to feel like a failure i don't want to try learning an instrument because I'm afraid I won't be good at it. That is a fixed mindset. And here are some five characteristics of a fixed mindset. Number one, failure defines the individual. Failure defines the individual. Number two, a fear of being judged by others. And the crazy thing about all of this, everybody is really focused on themselves and we think people are focused on us. It is called the um, the spotlight effect in psychology. When we think people are paying attention to us, paying attention to us, and they're really not paying attention to us, they're paying attention to themselves and what other people perceive about them. So that fear is invalid. Um, just gonna throw that out there. And number three, they see a, a fixed mindset sees constructive feedback, specifically if it's negative, as a personal evaluation. If you're giving them, hey, I see a growth opportunity and it's like, oh, so I'm not good enough? It's like, no, this is a growth opportunity. Like, no one is perfect. And it's like, oh, you know, you, you don't think I'm good enough. And it's like, no. So a fixed mindset sees constructive feedback as a personal evaluation of who they are. Number four, they give up easily. No, can't win anyways, might as well give up. Take the, the road of least resistance. It's a fixed mindset. And number five, they are threatened by someone else's success. Oh, so-and-so got this, then, and I can't achieve it, right? It's like authors, right? There are so many authors in this world, 
But if we perceive like, oh, somebody already talked about it or somebody already gave a TEDx on it, I can't do that. And versus like, you know, what? they did it and therefore I can do it, right? Seeing it as an opportunity that the path has already been paid for them. They see it as, oh, someone's already successful. I don't need to try. So those are two ways to discernment when to leave a relationship, uh, leave a workplace, leave a community when the default setting of the people around are victim mentality folks and folks who have a fixed mindset. So when to stay? Because relationships, workplace, communities, they take work. It's not easy. It's not easy when you're dealing with people and personalities. But when to stay is when the people around you have a owner's mentality. And an owner takes responsibility for the outcomes and then is empowered to make decisions that would lead to the outcomes. And they are being resolute. They're solving problems, withdrawing from liabilities and owning the consequences of their actions. And it's being accountable for your action, plain and simple, right? So if you mess up, say I, you messed up. Like when I mess up, like, yo, I raise my hand and say, yeah, I messed up on this one, right? And, and how can I get better on this? So uh, here are some examples of an owner, an owner mentality. Number one, they take responsibility for their actions. Number two, they look for a challenge. Oh. Oh, you challenged me to be better? Challenge accepted. And when I played football, I loved this when the defense would talk smack and then it was just like, we're gonna knock you out, we're gonna, we gonna stop you guys. Like, all right, challenge accepted. Well, I'm gonna run through your mouth. I'm gonna run, I'm, we're gonna run through you, right? Challenge accepted. And uh, number three, they react to problems promptly. Oftentimes when we talk about problems, it's just like we let it, you know, linger a day or two. But an owner is like, what can we do to resolve this so this doesn't happen again? Or how can I do a better job of this? I had a specific situation where um, a teammate and a friend of mine, um, I was given feedback and the feedback that I was given was not healthy. Um, and I take ownership of that. And my friend and teammate uh, responded to me so kindly and said, David, how you said that wasn't wasn't effective and I didn't like the way you said that and it was actually triggering so I then asked how can I do a better job of that and she gave me feedback on how I could do a better job so moving forward when I give her feedback that's the way I give her feedback the way she receives it best so we handled the problem and now we rectify it and moving forward um, I'm not repeating um, how I give that feedback and number four is asking for feedback like how can I grow and owners constant thing is like how can I grow from this? How can I be better? And number five, they highlight their mistakes publicly. Oftentimes, victim mentality folks or those folks who are the fixed mindset, they try to hide their problems as if they're perfect. And the crazy thing is, it's like wearing a hospital gown, right? Um, we're trying to hide our booty, but everybody can see it. And a hospital gown ain't sexy. It's not on Victoria's Victoria's Secret's top 10 sexiest outfits to wear. And that's what we essentially do. We try to hide our imperfections when we are all imperfect people. Newsflash, you are imperfect. I am imperfect. We all are imperfect. And the more we try to hide it, the more people actually see it. And we are inauthentic, AKA we're fraudulent, we're fixed. So a owner owns their mistake and they talk about it publicly. Another thing 
another reason to stay and not leave is when the people, when the relationship, when the ecosystem, when the workplace have a growth mindset. And a growth mindset essentially means they thrive on challenges. They don't see failure as a way to describe who they are, but a springboard to growth and developing their abilities. Like their intelligence isn't just innate and it was God-given, but their intelligence is based on their ability to grow and to understand. So, so an example of good growth mindset is essentially believing in your ability to succeed because you're resilient, you put in that effort, and you're willing to learn. Again, resilient, put in that effort, and you're willing to learn. And here's some characteristics on a growth mindset. Number one, you believe that your achievements are down to effort, not just inherent talent. It's all about effort, not just your talent. Number two, you're willing to learn from your mistakes and find value in criticism. This is probably a cuss word for a lot of people. They, oh, value in criticism. Oh, they don't like me. Why don't they like you? Why don't, why don't they like you? You got some character development that you need to work on. I have some character development that I need to work on. Number three, you believe that your intelligence and ability can be developed. Everything can grow. You can get smarter. You can get more knowledgeable. You can get more competent. You can get more confident and things can improve just because you're good. You can be great. And when you're great, you can help others become great. And number four, you're willing to ask questions and admit when you don't know something. This is what our school system has butchered, right? When we don't know something, we keep we keep quiet because we don't want to seem ignorant and when ignorant is you know like this this taboo thing ignorance is just a lack of knowledge and if we're going to become better humans and have a growth mindset and to develop better relationships and find more clarity sometimes we don't know and it's okay to ask so we talked about today um when to walk away and when to stay and when to walk away just my thoughts when people have a victim mentality, they're seeing life as happening to them. They're magnifying their problems. They're showcasing their trauma. And they see life as this continual bad things happening to them. And they have a fixed mindset. The way things have been is the way things will always be. That's when to walk away. And when to stay is when you see people, the, your relationships, your workplace, your community, have an owner's mentality is like, okay, let's own our mistakes. Let's own our contributions to the problem and have a growth mindset. What can we do to learn and grow? And if we don't know something, we ask about it. Thank you so much for listening to the Clarity Podcast, a podcast helping people find more clarity so they can create more impact. Share with a friend, leave a review and subscribe today. Connect with me on Instagram at I am David Prosper. And remember, with more clarity comes more impact. Be impactful, my friends. 